Hi, my name is Chris Warfick and this is the Warfick Anxiety Podcast, helping you reduce anxiety and live better every day. I'm really excited that you can join me and together we can learn to enjoy life more. Do you ever need to distract yourself from anxiety? Do you have some thoughts that are plaguing you that you think, oh, I just really need to take my mind off them? Well, today we're going to be looking at how to use distraction effectively. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Today we're looking about how to use distraction as a coping mechanism for anxiety. So we need to start this episode with a bit of disclaimer and talk about why we wouldn't want to use distraction. And if, if you've had cognitive behavioural therapy, then you might know why. And it's if my therapist could hear me talking about this, he'd be shouting, no, no, don't do that. And the reason that we wouldn't want to use distraction is if we were working on our anxiety, then it wouldn't be helpful because what we want to do when we're doing therapy is to put ourselves in a situation that causes anxiety and see that that situation's okay. And if we're distracting our mind with something else, then we never learn the lesson that actually it's fine, we're in a situation that feels uncomfortable, but we're okay. So in terms of that sense, when you're actively working on your anxiety, distraction is unhelpful. However, I I think we need to accept that we live in the real world. Sometimes anxiety is too much for us to cope with, or sometimes working on our anxiety isn't the main goal. So last episode, we were talking about flying, right? And yeah, maybe you want to fly to reduce your anxiety about flying, but actually maybe you just want to go on holiday and enjoy the holiday, or maybe you just want to go see your friend or your family member or whatever, and you just don't want to work on your anxiety, you just want to make the whole experience bearable. And in these situations, I think distraction is a really good coping mechanism to getting us through for the short term. But we need to use it effectively, and today we're going to talk about what makes effective distraction. Because one of the problem with intrusive thoughts is that they're intrusive, right? They, they just keep popping up. We don't ask for them. We don't sit around thinking, mm, I should be worrying about something right now. Let me get out my list and think what I could worry about. The thoughts just come into our head without us asking for them, and so it's difficult to take our mind on to something else and the key here is that when our mind is bored it will go find those worries so if we really want to be able to distract ourselves we need to keep our mind occupied imagine it's like a small child that you just need to keep busy so it doesn't doesn't know what's going on doesn't have time to get bored and throw a paddy so 
the way we need to do that is we need to put our mind under cognitive load we need to give it something that's taking all of our brain power so there's nothing left over for anxiety and different things do this to greater or lesser degrees and if you've read my book technical anxiety you've seen my hierarchy of things that work and things that don't work and we'll go through that we'll go through that now so that you've got them all so for example films are not a good distraction tool why because they don't put your mind under any cognitive load you can turn a film on and that film will just keep playing even if you're paying no attention to it like you can fall asleep in front of the tv right and the tv just keeps going so it's fine you can totally tune out you can leave the tv playing and your mind can wander off and worry and nothing happens and this is why it doesn't really work as a distraction because your mind just wanders back to the anxiety so we we need to get our mind really involved in the process and the next step up i think is reading now i think this is also quite a poor distraction tool because for me i really struggle to concentrate on reading when i'm anxious and i'll just i'll read a page and nothing will go in and then i'll start beating myself up and thinking it's a waste of time and it's it's not really that useful uh, up from that for me is audiobooks so audiobooks are a bit better because i don't have to actually do the reading but i still have to concentrate on what's happening so i I find myself that i can kind of listen to the words being spoken a bit more uh still not great because it doesn't engage me that thoroughly but but it's better than than a physical book for me because i can i can take a few words in up from that is conversation so just talking to people right that generally requires some level of participation i'm I'm sure my wife would would disagree and suggest that sometimes i'm not part of the conversation at all um which which is why it it's not a perfect distraction method because you can actually kind of hold up a conversation while thinking about other things god knows i've got enough experience doing that um but if you're really engaged in the conversation then it does take your mind off it a bit especially if the other person realizes that you're anxious and specifically tries to engage you in quite an in-depth discussion to take your mind off it Uh, up from that housework i like housework it's quite good for taking my mind off stuff because you can really get involved in like scrubbing scrubbing that dirt or tidying up or sorting out and alphabetizing my books or uh, sorting them by size or doing both and comparing there's there's some mental effort required there uh, but for me the gold standard of distraction is games so if i know that i have something that I, where i really want to use distraction i will load my tablet up with a bunch of little video games especially puzzle games you can also just do this in a puzzle book but something that really, really you have to concentrate on, you know, like a, a crossword, say, that really you have to put all your thought into. And the more involving it is, the better it works. Because you want to be so absorbed in the game that you don't have time to worry about anything else. And games do this for me more than anything else. And so what happens when you're, say, you're playing a little puzzle game is you're concentrating so hard on the game 
that there is just nothing left over for your mind to go wandering elsewhere. It's not always perfect, but it is far more effective than, say, a film. Ne- next time you're feeling anxious, just compare the two and, and you'll really see the results. For you, maybe a, a game isn't the gold standard, maybe it's something else, but the, the important concept to understand here is that it's all about that cognitive load. It's all about causing your mind to really have to concentrate on something else. It can't be a passive experience that you're just watching. You really have to be involved in it in some way for it to be fully effective. Mm-hmm.